Welcome to Mothering Earth. We're taking a field trip to an amazing place filled with all kinds of interesting donated materials that you can use for a variety of creative projects. It's the kind of place that's a little hard to describe because there's so much there. When you visit, you'll understand. What place am I talking about? It's the Creative Reuse Center in Austin, Texas, where we met up with the founder and director, Rebecca Stutch. I'd like to welcome you first to Mothering Earth and uh, ask you to kind of give us a little background on the Austin Creative Reuse Center and the mission. Sure. Austin Creative Reuse's mission is to foster conservation and reuse through creativity, education, and community building. The intent is to prevent items from going to the landfill that um, still have value, can still be either repurposed or just reused in their original context, and that through creativity you can find ways to repurpose things or create um, things from those materials. It's also a way to provide materials to people for creative purposes. Um, a lot of times in order to do an art or craft or DIY project, it can take a lot of money. And so being able to afford the materials to make your dreams and ideas come true um, is mm -hmm. what we want to provide here. That sounds like a wonderful mission. And uh, I'd like to have you tell us a little uh, sort of backstory of uh, how this kind of place comes to be, because this is the first place I've heard of like this, uh, but I understand you worked at another one in North Carolina. Um, so I wonder if you could talk a little bit about your background and how you um, ended up here. Sure. Um, I moved to Austin uh, about 14 years ago from Durham, North Carolina. Um, and while um, my background is mostly is in marketing and operations, I'm a very logic process person. And um, at the same time, um, while growing up, my mom really instilled in me the idea that art and um, uh, creativeness was a way to help open your eyes up to new things, new ways of being, new ideas. Um, so I always was involved in the art community. I'm also an environmentalist. I've always um, known that we um, need to take care of the, our home and our planet. And so whether that's picking up trash, um, recycling, uh, reusing things um, is important to me. So in Durham, North Carolina, there is an organization called the Scrap Exchange, which is a creative reuse center. Um, and um, is actually the organization that Austin Creative Reuse is modeled after. Uh, about 10 years ago, I started looking around Austin and realized that there wasn't a creative reuse center here. And Austin is such an amazing city and it is a environmentally conscious city. It is a creative city. And it's like, these are the things that are what a creative reuse center is about. And realized that we should have one here and started talking with others to um, bring them together for us to make it happen. Creative reuse centers have been around the U.S. Um, for 30, 40 years. The, actually, the one in Durham, North Carolina, was founded by someone who moved from Australia. Um, many of the centers were that are, are older, so the Durham and the Scrap Exchange, there's one in New York, um, Los Angeles, San Francisco, 
a lot of them were in towns where there was a lot of manufacturing. So you had a lot of the remnants left over from manufacturing processes. And people saw how that could be used um, for art or in schools. Um, while Austin doesn't necessarily have as much manufacturing here, or um, we have a lot of other organizations who use materials, um, particularly businesses in, in marketing, conferences, um, uh, other types of events. So um, I'm, I'm trying to picture how the, how the process works. Um, I, just looking around, I see all kinds of boxes with uh, materials that I guess have been gathered like toys and vintage and art and crafts and cork. <laughs> sounds sounds great. Uh, things you know that you, we can probably uh, put together and make something out of. Um, but can you talk about uh, what exactly happens here? Whether the donation, um, a material donation, is from a business or um, another organization or from an individual, um, first when the the, pro uh, the items come in, uh, we weigh them. Um, that's one of our measurements to know um, how what our success has been and kind of what's happening with the center and the community. Um, then we start to sort, um, and the idea is whether what area of the center will it go into, how can it be used. Um, we also are looking for things that maybe need to be packaged together. Um, in the future, it might be that we'll have, be able to have more bulk buckets of um, things, but for space reasons, we package things. Um, but it's, uh, so sort and then micro sort. Um, again, is it something that's unique? Is it something that we already have a lot of? Is it something, um, again, that could be um, uh, maybe need to be bundled with something else um, and then we put it out on the floor um, and we have two different sections in our center so the first section is more unique items um, things that um, uh, may have a little more value in some ways towards them paint tile um, paint brushes uh, that we fabric is probably the um, item that we get the most of and actually then also um, uh, what most of our customers purchase. Um, the other section we have in our center is what we call by the bucket and these are more maybe a little more commonplace items but a lot of times someone may need a lot of one thing to do make whatever they're going to make whether it's bottle caps or we have um, a lot of teachers come in the center so you know they need 60 of something for their students and while it can take time to put 60 together um, and when you're collecting on your own but if you come here you most likely could find 60 of an item you're listening to mothering earth i'm here with rebecca stutch and uh, we're talking about reusing items at the austin creative reuse center you talked uh, earlier about your interest in the environment and um and really about sustainability about you know only using what you need and being able to reuse as much as possible so i'm assuming that's part of the philosophy well it is part of the philosophy of this place uh, but can you talk to, uh, a little more about that and, and why why you think this place is important a lot of the materials here are things that um, people um, they're ready to to discard there whether um, it could be something new it could be something that's just a, the packaging of something else and um, 
And while it could go to maybe to a recycling center, which recycling is awesome, but there's like takes all the there's extra energy that um, goes into recycling things. So if it could be reused first, you um, don't have to use the energy for that. And then other it could go to other traditional thrift stores. Again, great great businesses, great organizations. However, you know if you donate one knitting needle to a um, thrift store, it probably will get lost because they don't necessarily have a section for knitting needles. So for here, it's a lot of these items that no other place focuses on. Then, but more back to the very kind of the, um, on the thinking level of, about reuse, um, when um, there is still value left in things. So let's not just throw things away and um, while it's again could be reused um, either by someone else or for a project and extend its life. But it also, um, when you start reusing, you start to actually look at everything differently. So when we talk about conservation and reuse, it's okay, instead of um, going and buying um, a waste paper basket, hey, if you have a cat and you give a big plastic container from their litter, cut the top off and use that as the trash can. And so again, you're not, you're not only are you repurposing something that had already been created, but you're not off buying something that was just created. And as you do that more and more, you start to look at everything differently. I can tell you the number of times people were walking down the street or I'm talking with a friend about something and they'll mention, oh, they were going to throw something out. I'm like, oh, no, you could do this with it or that. And they're like, do you think about this all the time? I'm like, yes. And I think you will, too, as you start to um, to do this. And for me, the next part of it is that it contributes to new ways of thinking. And, and when you're using those creative muscles and you're building those muscles, that not only helps us with physical objects, but also with all the complex problems that are out there. We live in a very complex world and are going to need some really um, creative solutions and bright people to do that. So I uh, started Austin Creator Reuse uh, nine years ago. And um, for me, I've always been involved in the community. I believe that's a really important piece of being um, a good a good person um, is um, looking around at uh, how you can contribute your skills to to um, to your community and what's needed. Um, and I, as I was, um, I had when I moved to Austin, I was pretty active in um, some various gardening and other environmental organizations, and and loved it. Um, I've also found that I'm not, I don't garden all the time, so it wasn't my passion. Um, and when I realized that there wasn't a creative use center here, and I started talking to people about it, and I realized it was something I could do personally. I'm, um, I've always started new teams, new processes in um, all the organizations I've worked in. Um, I also have a background in marketing, so I knew how to build awareness of of, um, of things, um, built network, how to talk to people to get them involved in, in an organization. Lots of people have good ideas, but it's actually taking that first step and the next step and the next step to make things happen that's, that, makes, that makes things happen and will bring your ideas forward. Um, I started talking with people, started looking up business plans, started thinking, talking with other creative reuse centers, um, just 
what was all out there, what were the possibilities, who was interested, um, and just, yeah, continued from there. And we opened the Creative Review Center. We soft launched uh, last September, and we had our grand opening in February of 2016, so this year. Um, and part of that time period was um, between our opening and when I started working on it, uh, was building awareness. Um, my skill set is in a um, is more in the processing and strategy, and um, and so how to build an organization where others could come and be and be in the center and doing the work that's needed to be done in the center. My name is Salwa Khan, and I'm here with Rebecca Studge, and we'll be back right after this break. You're listening to Mothering Earth. I'm here with Rebecca Stutch, and uh, we're talking about reusing items at the Austin Creative Reuse Center. We're in a room, and there are several other people that are uh, looking through materials and putting them together in different bags and so on. Um, so tell me about the people who work here. We have some of the most amazing um, people at Austin Creator Views. Um, we were um, all volunteer run up until a few months ago, or maybe now it's been two months, but we did hire our first staff. We have two part-time employees. Um, otherwise, we are run by volunteers. Um, and it's um, people from all different backgrounds um, with a passion, and usually from one of three directions. One is um, an artist or a crafter or a reuser. They, they just enjoy making things all the time and they wanted to find materials, be the first to, as you, if you volunteer here, you can be the first to go through something and see if you want to set things aside to purchase later. Um, or there's the, um, in more maybe from a more envi environmental side of knowing again that you realize that things don't need to go to the landfill and would like to help be part of an organization that does that. And then the third is um, our teachers and educators, again, because there are, um, uh, they use a lot of materials in their classrooms. And unfortunately, there's still a case where many teachers have to use their own money to um, provide materials. And that is, I didn't mention that earlier, but that is one of our other um, key initiatives is to make sure that uh, we can get materials um, with inexpensively um, for teachers because we don't believe that they should be paying for materials in their classroom. So where do all these materials come from? So the uh, materials for Austin Creator Abuse are donated either by a business or an individual. Uh, we have um, several companies or different organizations in town that we've been building relationships over the years. Um, and they supply things like old office supplies or you know, uh, as we've moved to a digital age, all the material, all the items that were used to hold paper, so, or even paper itself, but file folders and desk accessories, um, hole punches, that's all not really needed like it was in the past. So we're receiving lots of donations in that area. 
again, I mentioned marketing events. So, you know, there's a lot of times um, we have so many conferences um, or even just a lot of companies who bring their customers in and have events. And so whether it's name badge holders or signage, um, big foam core pieces, um, uh, signage for hallways, things like that, that's Mm -hmm. other things that are donated. And then from individuals, um, we have a really, if you're interested in donating, we have a great list on our website, um, austincreativereuse.org, um, that tells you kind of what you can bring in from the, from your home. And there are things like, um, uh, again, paintbrushes, fabric, yarn, um, ma- vintage magazines, um, greeting cards, um, but it also can be things that maybe are a little more unique or if you find a really cool box that something was packaged in or um, uh, let's see what else or, or maybe you made something and you have some wood pieces or tile like you mm-hmm. um, uh, mosaic something and you have some pieces left over and and I did leave that off as one of the businesses we we regularly receive donations from are from interior designers and, and architects um, who have sample books. So yeah. think about all when you go and order supplies for building a new home or for a remodel, doorknobs, um, poles, um, again, tile, hooks, lamps. I think at this point, why don't we take a little walk around the store and okay. see what we see? Great. Okay. Uh, tell me, as we're looking around the store, and again, there's just loads and loads of all these different materials and so on. Um, tell me some stories about where these things came from. Sure. So one of the um, one item that again comes in quite a bit um, is uh, the lanyards. It's the um, the string or fabric piece that holds the name badge on, and um, they're used at conferences, at meetings. And the, a lot of times those meetings don't collect them, and so people have been bringing those in. And what we found um, is that either people could get them for another meeting, but even more fun has been teachers coming in and saying, oh, for their children, it's a, like hall pass or a sort of different, um, uh, or their ID card. And so it's a way that they could use that material in their classroom um, uh, instead of buying something new. Right. So one of the things that can also come in are maybe somebody's um, been working on a project of some sort and usually a paper craft, whether they're scrapbooking or making cards, um, decorating packages, uh, decoupage. And so maybe they've cut out um, uh, various materials to use for their projects. And when they're done with it, they may have leftovers. So... um, uh, this is actually wouldn't necessarily be. So this is a really cute Valentine. It's a heart which says "You're sweet," um, and obviously it's part of a Valentine card. But now could be again reused as a new card, or maybe in a game, or, or make me you're making your own piece of artwork. Oh, it's not. Um, oh old calendars, yeah. all the beautiful photographs and art pieces That's and true. that come with the, the calendars um, a lot of people purchase every year. And again, instead of getting rid of it, um, people again could use these for various things. Cards, um, making their own new calendar, tins, um, uh, oh, measuring cups, um, again, and, and water 
um, a lot of uh, so a lot of times when people think of supplies for teachers, they go directly to art teachers, which definitely art teachers need supplies, and that's really important. But other teachers need supplies too. One of those areas is in science, a lot of hands-on science activities. Um, as young as also to toddler ages up through high school, um, whether it's playing in water and learning to see how water is in different um, size shapes, um, to eye drops to be able to use those to drop mm -hmm. um, different liquids and things. Sure. Um, what else do we have in here? Uh, ribbon. Um, uh, lots of various um, and uh, whether for sewing projects or um, hair or um, wrapping uh, gifts wrapping gifts <laughs> yes we um, there's plenty of different types of materials here if you're interested in having decorating a really fun package for a gift uh, we move on to um, tile and metal pieces um, you know you, that the bolt or the screw or nail that you didn't need at your last project. Um, again, those are things that um, others can use. As I mentioned, teachers, the other thing that's happening in a lot of schools is they're building tinkering labs. So they need a similar type of materials as we have here to use in their, their tinkering labs. Um, is that sort of like a makerspace? Is that a makerspace is okay. another way to say it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Gift wrap tubes, paper tubes, again, great, um, these make uh, great structural elements to build things mm -hmm. uh, or to create things around, whether it's um, a st structure or maybe a puppet or some sort of other, again, art project. It's always, you, um, one of the fun things is to hear what um, our different um, people that are um, in the center, what they're going to do with, with yeah. the material. Yeah. So uh, uh, do you have a, sort of a list of uh, creative ideas that you can uh, get people jump started with? Uh, we, we do blog posts about uh, twice a month that have ideas on how to use different um, uh, items. We also are very we're active on Pinterest and have a lot of different boards, both based off of like if uh, special different events or holidays to also different types of materials. You're listening to Mothering Earth. I'm here with Rebecca Stutch. My name is Salwa Khan, and we're here at the Austin Creative Reuse Center. Now, I see a sign here. It says, grab a bucket, fill her up, and pay $5. What is that? Yeah, so that's, so get, we're in, um, the center is set up in two sections. Uh, and the section we're in is our, what we call the bucket section. So there is a five-gallon bucket. And whatever in this section um, that you can put in that bucket is $5. Uh, it's a way to get a lot of great materials for a project. Some people buy a little of this and a little of that, and some people come in and fill their bucket with fabric. So it all, it's a way to, um, yeah. again, find what you need um, and at a very inexpensive price. So uh, you mentioned earlier that uh, many of your uh, customers would be teachers. Mm -hmm. Who else do you get in here? Do you uh, talk to them and find out, you know, what they're here for? Yes, uh, we have a, a broad range of customers. Uh, teachers are of one segment. Artists, so whether for um, whether they're it's a profession or a hobby, crafters, um, sewers, uh, weavers, um, photographers, uh, and also. Um, graphic other creatives so people may be involved in uh, graphic design or um, uh, um, 
movie sets or TV sets. We have different production people coming in. Sometimes they need certain things for their space. Theater troops, uh, live action role playing. Uh, it's where people go and pretend they're in a game and mm-hmm. yeah, so there's that kind of group uh, parents and children this is our center is um, very accommodating for children um, they love to come in and touch things and figure out what they would like to bring home with them it's a treasure hunt so um, lots of it's a great way to come find some stuff and then maybe go home and make something with with your children or children of all ages um, it's uh, we see it's also great when we see um, you know, friends or someone will come in and the next time they come in they've brought a friend of theirs or their mother or their brother or the, someone that's visiting in town. Um, we do have uh, an, a collector, so people may be there. Um, we do receive some vintage items. So Aust- one thing we believe in at Austin Creative Reviews is uh, that the center has something for everyone. Um, we um, And that we are building a community here. It's a space not only to find materials, but to be inspired, to connect with others who uh, uh, may have ideas that you're really interested in or can learn from, a place for you to share your own interest and ideas, um, a place to um, start to look at reuse and conservation in a new way. Uh, so we invite you to um, visit us at our center. Again, we are, it's Austin Creative Reuse. Our website is www.austincreativereuse.org. Please send any comments or suggestions for future shows to me at gardentoad at vcs.com. That's gardentoad, one word, at v-c-y-e-s dot com. Until next time, this is Salwa Khan signing off for Mothering Earth. <laughs>